Greetings! Welcome to Film Gazers, a podcast focusing on the science fiction, horror, fantasy, trinity, and 20th century entertainment. I'm Steph. I'm Jess. We're cousins slash besties. Join us as we reminisce, discuss, and review films from our childhood. (laughs) (laughs) So, we have very exciting news. Very. It's super exciting. Groundbreaking. (laughs) Earth shattering. We have had a Discord member since January and didn't know about it. <laughs> Our dumbasses didn't look end, at it. Till the end of February, because we literally gave up hope. And then it was just like, I felt like a running joke to sign off the podcast that way. Right. And um, no, so we want to welcome aboard Christopher, our first official Discord member. Yes. Member. <laughs> Our first official Discord member, as an appreciation, you'll probably be getting a request for your address to send you some goodies once we get the time to put them all together. Um, Very exciting. I'm going to also start probably calling him Catalyst Chris, because I feel like he's going to be the catalyst of bringing more Discord members, and he was because someone else also joined... My journal sister, Rachel. Shout out. Yay. She's getting goodies also. She said she would have been on there sooner, but she couldn't figure out how. (laughs) (laughs) And then I couldn't figure out how either. (laughs) If you haven't used it before, you have to learn like how to use it for sure. I was like, how is, I don't don't understand how it's different than a old school chat room. I I mean, it kind of (laughs) isn't. That's what she said. It's just the way the kids are doing it nowadays. The kids, uh, yeah, it's a uh, well, so. and you can have the private voice chat rooms. I mean, really, mm. that's kind of what makes the difference. Okay. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so she's on there now. Exciting. Yes, yeah, so we got like a little crew going. We got some interactions. Yes, and um, I'll be honest though, I haven't logged back in in a little while. Work does get hectic sometimes for mm. me this time of year, so. Um, I am making it, though, a priority this weekend. I'm going to throw in a little more Leatherface lore because she actually read it. Someone read it. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you very much. I appreciate it. (laughs) Jess told me uh, some of your thoughts on it, and it really made my day. (laughs) Because I haven't really written in a long time. So thanks. Yay. Uh, Yay. So I feel like we're just really... Kicking off this year, um, really great. When we're recording this, um, pretty soon to the release of this one. We were ahead for a while, but shit happens. Life happens. <laughs> so um, we're doing this um, on the spring equinox. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the this cusp really, of it. Yes. So we're like growing, like growing, like, like a, a bloom. Little, yep, like a little bloom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm a feeling tulip. it. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what I would be, but it'd be something that still has prickles. <laughs> <laughs> some cacti of yes, some sort. Yes, yes, So to continue on, um, well, now that we have two whole Discord members, mm-hmm. I am ecstatic. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. And we also have one of our fellow cousins, uh, Sir Jack. knighted <laughs> <laughs> oh, him. I have knighted him. <laughs> um, <laughs> He, um, I believe you said he sent you a suggestion. Troll. Troll? Was it troll or leprechaun? Oh, leprechaun. (laughs) 
So we were thinking if we're getting a suggestion from him and let's reach out to Christopher and Rachel, Mm -hmm. um, have them make a suggestion. That's three right there. Uh, I'm suggesting that we do that as our next theme in celebration of our listeners and this film gazer community that we're kind of trying to create. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, uh, hop on the Discord guys uh, when you hear this and give us uh, what you would like for us to watch. Um, you don't have to pertain it to the holy kind of theme. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the unholy Trinity. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to be just 20th century. Um, cause as you're going to see, uh, this is the first episode we're doing of something like in the very modern era for us too. Mm -hmm. So we are open to anything reviewing newer things, of course. And with that note, too, uh, the last bigger announcement, I suppose, is we are officially after our one-year anniversary Mm -hmm. of the podcast. So I thought it would be fun. Um, We might make this, like, a Discord-only thing. I'm not sure yet where we'll, like, release, like, a a blooper reel um, from the past year. Yeah, so I thought that would be fun. Blooper reels are my favorite. Yes, so (laughs) I thought we would start working on some of those, like, maybe might do like 15 minute you know kind of Mm -hmm. uh segments or something like that um side note to go along with that when we were kids Mm -hmm. we would make blooper reels from our movie slash music videos (laughs) yes we would (laughs) we would we're like well that's the best part about it it's a blooper reel that accompanies it And when we would make our own movies as children, we would also do, like, our big premiere to her parents and family. <laughs> yeah. And then they would watch it, and then we would show them the blooper reel yes, at the end. Yes, exactly. It was. Just like a reg- regular movie. <laughs> yeah. We're like, okay, guys, and we would, like, stand outside the doorway and, like, watch, like, behind your hand. <laughs> like, like, I've been my whole life, like, look at me, but don't. Look at me, but don't look at me. Like, look at me, but don't look at me in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) I want attention, but not full on. Yeah, not full on. (laughs) I Uh, want the credit, but I don't want to be in the room. So, yeah, those are the um, kind of big announcements we have. We are um, in the middle of Nick Cage appreciation. I'm dubbing it 101 because, as we've said, we could probably try to do one of these almost every year. (laughs) Yeah, I would be down for that. (laughs) So, um... With that, uh, what else have you been watching? Um, I've watched three movies recently that were um, cute. Last night I watched, it was called I Want You Back, and it had Charlie Day and Jenny, I think her name is Slade. Jenny Slade. Okay. Something like that. I think you're right. Who is hilarious. I love her. And it was really cute. Like, I I was telling you about a funny part earlier in the car. I'm going to definitely check it out probably. Mm Mm-hmm. It you was, said it was on Amazon. Yes. Cool. Um, it was a little long because it was two hours. And I was like, eh, why does everything have to be two hours? Even if it's a comedy. I feel like that's a reach for a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like 90 minutes is all you need. We, we've, ta- we've talked about a 90 <laughs> minute sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Long running times are not appreciated in my household. <laughs> and we also watched both of those um, J-Lo movies that came out last year. Oh, yeah. The- that have to do with the wedding themes. Have to do with her getting married or about to get married. Yeah. She's getting married all day. She's getting married. Cause, married. I guess because she married Ben Affleck. Maybe well, that's why. 
And she's also been married a lot in real life. Yeah, they made a joke about that in that Marry Me movie. <laughs> so it was Marry Me and Shotgun Wedding. That was okay. <laughs> you know, and I didn't mind them because I could watch JLo all day. She looks fucking fantastic. Nice. She looks so beautiful. She's aged very well. She looks like, like she she's looks 35. She yeah. looks younger than me. <laughs> and I'm 38. And she's got to be at least 10 to 12 years older than me, I think. Yeah. I think she's like on the verge of 50. Yeah. And she looks... Amazing. You go, j That skin. I was listening to her the other day in my uh, commute. <laughs> um, oh, like her music? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Think you're going to spend your cash I won't, even if you were broke. My love don't cost a thing. <laughs> That's my version of your mom singing. <laughs> was your church lady version? Church lady, church lady voice. <laughs> so you just had a little uh, movie week then, huh? Yeah, I did. Nice, nice. We had our movie night. We're back on track. Um, my husband was out of town a lot for, I felt like, almost the entire month of February and a little bit at the beginning of the month, even. Um, so, we drove all the way down to Orlando last weekend, and we saw the Distant Worlds, um, the 35th anniversary for, like, the Final Fantasy orchestras uh, that they go on with the music uh, mm-hmm. from the video games. Um, it was great. It was a nice watch. Um, the music was very beautiful. Uh, it was my first time seeing, like, a... a full kind of orchestra like in a proper setting so it sounded really like oh okay this is cool this is cool um but the drive there was not worth it we got stuck in traffic we were like on the road for almost like eight and a half hours normally yeah. it only takes us like six hours to get there really uh, yeah we drive fast <laughs> <laughs> apparently because we met some friends down there. They went to one of the shows, too, uh, the night before. And they were still in town. We met up for breakfast before we headed back. So we all we left Orlando, like, around the same time and all that. We were kind of texting. And we were, like, letting them know what to expect, like, in the traffic and all this. And so when we're like, oh, here we are, this and that. And then even <laughs> it was our friend Becky. We've mentioned her before. Mm-hmm. She listens to the podcast as well. She's like, y'all go fast. <laughs> because I think they got home like an hour later <laughs> than us. Oh, uh, too. Wow. So yeah, uh, I do think we kind of do it. But either way, I'm like eight and a half hours. We literally had like 20 minutes to get ready and get to this like fucking orchestra in downtown Orlando. So it was a weekend. So I didn't really watch like anything too long, long. Yeah. I kind of like, or it's just stuff I could kind of zone out to, which... You're not really watching. Yeah. Um, so I watched Sins of Our Mother. I mean, that one was kind of crazy. Mm. Uh, but it was kind of like a, I'd fall asleep halfway through it, and the next day I'd have to, like, go like back it. to that. And like, so, so it felt like it took longer than probably it should have. Um, it was a, a true crime, like, documentary. Oh, okay. I think I watched that one. And I also watched um, I Killed My Father or yes. whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, I watched that, that one. one was pretty crazy. Um, and then we finally got back to movie night this week and it, Andrew picked Puss in Boots 2. Which is amazing. It was amazing. It was adorable. I love the animation style. It was like a animated like oil painting. Yeah. I feel like that's the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. It, it was, be- it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and I just love Antonio Banderas. I know. <laughs> and especially as that character, he's so adorable. Yes. And it was so funny. Like I was laughing. It was very funny. All the way through it. And I even cried. I know. Like it was heartwarming. It was sweet. It was so sweet. And then like, like facing like your mortality, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then for children, like I even told Andrew at one point, I was like, man, I feel like this is kind of an intense one for kids. He was like, yeah, but remember the shit we watched. And I'm like, that's true. Yeah. And I don't think kids pick up on a lot of that anyway. They just like. Oh, he's funny. He's got a beard or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kids 
actually a lot more simple than people like to think they <laughs> that's are. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's funny. But yeah, so we, we loved it. Um, we did watch one episode, the first episode of You. Yeah. The, yeah. Of the new season? Or? No. That be, we've never oh, seen any seen of it. it? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Good. So episode one, season one, like we started that. It's okay. The first it episode. Gets, yeah, it, it gets better. It was kind of like, I was like, Gossip Girl, Murder Edition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody thinks at first, but then the, the more it goes on, the... It's just with the narration, yeah. I suppose, is, is what gave me those vibes for sure. So, um, but no, I didn't hate it. It was interesting enough. Obviously, I like murder stories. Murder. <laughs> but anyway, we've been rambling around. Let's go ahead and start getting into uh, the fun facts and everything. Um, Nick Cage Appreciation 101 continues. Uh, Jess picked this one. In this episode, we watched 2018's Mandy. Mm-hmm. The newest film we have ever reviewed. <laughs> so it was released uh, January 19th of that year at Sundance. And then September 14th, uh, United States release. The running time is 121 minutes. It was two hours long. I was mm-hmm. not anticipating that. <laughs> <laughs> it goes by quickly, though. You didn't think so? <laughs> Directed by Panos Cosmatos. Screenplay by Panos Cosmatos and Aaron Stewart on. Story by Panos Cosmatos. <laughs> Produced by Daniel Noah, Josh C. Waller, <laughs> Elijah Wood, Adrian Palatowski. Which I was like, Elijah Wood? Yeah, crazy. Um, Martin Metz and Nate Bulletin. And it was starring Nicolas Cage, Andrea Riseborough, Linus Roche, Ned Dennehy, Olwen Foyer, who played Sally in the newest iteration of Texas Chainsaw, Richard Brake, and Bill Duke. Cinematography by Benjamin Loeb, edited by Brett W. Bachman, music by Johan Johannesson. Uh, this movie is also dedicated to him. Um, I believe he passed away, yes, um, after. Production companies were SpectraVision, U Media, and XYZ Films. Uh, the countries uh, involved were Belgium and the United States. Mm. The budget was $6 million. So very low budget for, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, really a mo- any kind of professional movie nowadays, I'm sure. Uh, the box office was only $1.7 million. Mm-hmm. So it did not perform well at the box office at all, but it has become a rather um, cult classic mm-hmm. already. Um, it's hit or miss, yeah, yeah. The reviews were people either really liked it, people really hated it, and there were all in between as well, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a solid revenge movie. Little factoids begin in 2018. The UK Guardian interview, Nicolas Cage described his performance as inspiration. Um, only just before shooting started, his 14 year marriage to Alice Kim Cage came to a sudden end. Um, so he said that it was a, a shocker for him. He didn't see it coming. Mm. I guess he was unaware of their problems. Uh, their problems. <laughs> um, he was like, and those feelings had to go somewhere, so they went into my performance. And the bathroom scene. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'll give him the best thing about this movie is definitely him. Oh, yeah. Um, so according to co-writer Aaron Stewart on, when he and Panos Cosmatos presented Mandy um, at the Cannes Film Festival, uh, Cosmatos is, has described the film um, about being about the death of his parents um, and grief, basically, um, overall. He has 
there's a few articles and everything where he elaborates uh, a little more. Um, the book that Mandy reads early on in the film uh, is called Seeker of the Serpent's Kiss. Um, it's a fake book. Um, it is the name of the musical composition that is played during that scene okay. by the film's composer, Johan Johansson. Dave was telling me a little bit about this because he loves this movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was, like, telling me some factoids last night as well. <laughs> nice. Um, so I guess when they originally wrote the script, they had kind of had very specific songs um, in their mind of where they wanted certain things to be played during certain moments. Mm-hmm. When I read this, that made more sense to me because when we get into it, like, I just have some, I have some critiques. To me, it feels like... An 80s metal music video. But it's so slow paced. Mm, yeah, they do They do set up. It's a lot of setup. But since I've already seen it, mm-hmm. like it didn't bother me, I guess, because I knew what to expect. I guess. Like, I guess. Like, you- I, knew, I knew it was worth it to get to the ending. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I mean. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I just enjoyed the visuals. Like, I thought it was cool looking. Mm. We are going to agree to disagree. It just reminded, it made one. me feel like I was a kid watching an 80s movie again is what it made me feel like. Yeah. I did not feel that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, the original plan was to shoot on 16 millimeter film. So mm-hmm. that way it did give you that kind of, that look. Um, but of course that kind of budget, they used digital and then they um, just did like a filter yeah. uh, to give it that. Um, the chainsaw fight, they only had one night to shoot that. Apparently it was a pretty like nightmarish experience as how it's described. <laughs> Usually when chainsaws involved, it seems like it is. So the director, um, has said Stanley Kubrick is one of his strongest influences, which is very obvious by this movie. And it even says some reviews, uh, draw the parallels. I'm like, how could you not? (laughs) But, um, okay. And then, um, the title character Mandy is even from Eyes Wide Shut, which is the name of the prostitute, um, that saves Tom Cruise's life. Okay. I've never seen that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a Kubrick film. Mm -hmm. I even like Kubrick films, but I'm, I didn't like Eyes Wide Shut. Mm -hmm. Like personally, a lot of people do. But it's very much like this one where it's long and drawn out in parts where I feel like it doesn't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> and the main actress, Andrea Riseborough's character, she also was in another movie that same year where it was just titled Nancy. And she was the character Nancy. <laughs> so good year for her, I guess, getting a title character roles. <laughs> Last but not least, we have that the director first approached Nicolas Cage to be the cult leader, Jeremiah. Mm. But Cage was more drawn to the role of Red, uh, which is his character's name. The director had envisioned a, a younger kind of guy, but he, once he like met him again, when Elijah Wood apparently introduced them again together, and like he impressed the director, Nicolas Cage did, because he was like so into the character and like what he would bring to it, I guess. So he's like, I'll allow you to play it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so and that's how he got the part. Uh, so with that, Jess is gonna read that Yagogold summary. <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest in 1983, outsiders Red Miller and Mandy Bloom lead a loving and peaceful existence when their pine-scented haven is savagely destroyed by a cult led by the sadistic Jeremiah Sand 
Red is catapulted into a phantasmagoric journey filled with bloody vengeance and laced with deadly fire. Let's get into it, shall we? Okay, Mandy. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> la la la. La la la. <laughs> <laughs> it introduces us to a uh, heavy metal poem. <laughs> how I've described it. Yes. Um, so you know what you're getting into right away. Uh, yeah, and he's a lumberjack already. Mm-hmm. Get that right away. I love... Thick Nick. Ooh. He's like thick. Oh, was that, was like, <laughs> who? I love a thick Nick. <laughs> yes, he was very handsome in yes, this movie. That is, um, it like, was giving me weird. really mad Fern Gully vibes to mm-hmm, begin with. Mm-hmm. Those lush forest. Yeah, at first I was like, because I knew it was something kind of crazy. I didn't know going in that it was exactly a revenge film at Mm -hmm. first until I did see the synopsis and I was like, oh, okay. But it said like in the synopsis um, on the version I watched, it said they live in enchanting in an enchanted forest or something. (laughs) So I thought it was going to be a little more like campy, I guess, and like. I thought it was going to have more comedy too. Mm. I think that maybe that's why I've been. I'm going to say it now. We're getting into it. I was kind of disappointed with this one. Oh, really? I can 100% see why you would think I would like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it has everything that I probably would. Uh, a different kind of direction. And it, the, they play with the lighting. and But I feel like it was all, all too much. Mm. Like, immediately... Um, it was so much flashing lights, but in unnecessary, like, moments. Yeah, I could see that. And to me, that that can trigger migraines for me, so I'm like, no, I'm good, (laughs) assholes. Like, (laughs) not when it's, like, necessary, sure, but it felt like it was overused at times. Um, again, though, I guess when you're saying, like, more of the 80s kind of thing, like, I kind of get it, but again, I thought it was going to be a little more campy or like tongue-in-cheek mm, no with like comedy again i, I thought, called it like horror if anything yeah it definitely is just more horror thriller yeah. like and it definitely an homage to that era and then to kubrick and a lot of different horror movies like the director really did put in a lot of easter eggs like mm. they talk about it's uh, they live on crystal lake yeah <laughs> like you know <laughs> yeah things like that so Again, I can see why you would think I would like this movie. It's drawing references from things I like. Um, again, it had the the actress who played the newer Sally um, in the new Texas Chainsaw. So I appreciated that. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, it was it was really rough for me to to get into that start. Um, it was so long shots where it like lingered and it didn't. I'm like, you don't. I don't want to see them eating on the couch. Yeah. Like, that. <laughs> like, or not even, I'm fine with the more, I get with that, because that was like, oh, they're showing their, like, intimate moments of, like, their evenings. And, yeah. But, um, 
it was just almost too much filter. Like, I'm okay with the old-timey filter. That was cool. But then it's like, let's put this filter on it. But then we're going to have these crazy, like, the way the lighting is in certain scenes. Like, it's like everything is like a weird J.J. Abrams, like, like flash thing. You I know guess, what I mean? It, in certain spots. It and, gives me more, like, He-Man vibes, you know? Oh, I see, I didn't watch a lot of He-Man. Mm. But, yeah, the overall look of it. Because just when you're like, oh, I love the way it looked. I'm like, no. <laughs> I just felt like it was a lot of like overused at times. Mm, like I can see that. I did like though because that was where like I I immediately got like the Kubrick vibes and everything, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be like an artsy like horror movie in the respect of they're using the reds and the colorways, like mm-hmm. you know, during different times. Um, which is fine. I do like it when directors kind of take that kind of artistic, you know, expression with the way things look. But again, sometimes overused or it was like overexposed, like the weird, in the double exposure. I love that shit when the faces were morphing together the whole time they were talking. I was like, that is so fucking freaky to me. Because at first you don't realize but see, that's, like, what's wrong with the fucking mouth. That's like, where oh, I liked it. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like it took away from those really cool moments when he used it so much throughout so many other of the yeah. parts of the film. So I just feel like some better editing. Well, to me, it felt like worked in the that's favor. what it would have looked like if you were on that much acid. I felt like that was the vibe. Definitely like, in that you're part. you're on acid while you're watching it. But I mean, pre- the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I was like, pre them on acid. Like the whole movie is an acid trip for you. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> they could have definitely cut like 30 minutes out of this film. Like, yeah. In it could parts. definitely have been a And I, I felt sure. like then I would have for sure been like, yes, I really am into this movie. Yeah. But literally, it takes an hour and 15 minutes To get to, like, Nicolas Cage, essentially. Yeah. That's even, like, the whole beginning of the movie, he barely even talks. Like, he's literally just eating on a couch, like, in a couple of scenes. Oh, he rides in a helicopter. One, I'm like, do they really helicopter in lumberjacks? I don't know if that's accurate. The way that it was paced, because I'm like, does this bitch not have a job? Like, all she's doing is, like, reading sci-fi books, sitting in her mountain house. Like, that must be nice. Didn't you love that bedroom, though? Uh, No, I hated it. With all the windows? Oh, terrifying. That's why you don't have windows like that. Look, all them demons came (laughs) up. Well, I mean, yeah, because somebody saw her walking down the road, not because they saw them in their house. Like, their house was secluded. I know. And also, too, by the way, if I'm, like, living out in the woods like that and I would have saw, like, a weird van, I would have, like, dipped into the woods. And oh, I know. They drove Me, by. too. And especially wouldn't have gave him the side eye. Yeah. Like she was staring at him the whole time they were driving by. And she looks like fucking olive oil. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yes, that's exactly And what I she know looks that's like. again where I feel like it's shining Kubrick vibes. Yeah. Like he wanted um her Sh- look. Duvall. Yeah, yeah, he wanted <laughs> Shelly Duvall. Like I feel like that's what they were going for with Mandy. They have weird the the title screens because they're like you know the Shadow Mountains, like, I, which I love. I it's like the it. book that she's reading, and that you know, was very that. that was cool. I like that. I wish though they would have. Because it wasn't until after Mandy dies do they cut into the cartoon little break scenes with Mandy. Yeah. I kind of wish they would have either done it throughout or just kind of maybe not done it. At all. Like, yeah. yeah. It, again, that's something where I'm like, they went a little too extra. Like, I just feel like it was a lot. Like, let's shove all of this into to one, almost. Um, could have just been... They could have cut the fat a little bit, in mm-hmm. my opinion. 
I feel like this was like the start of Nick Cage's renaissance. I uh, yeah, you're probably I feel right. Like this is what set it off because I remember when I watched this one, um, not too long after it came out, and like we were blown away. We're like, whoa, like that was some prime Nick Cage acting. Like, yeah, he was like not a B actor anymore officially. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he was making his resurgence. Definitely. And then everything he's been in since then, I feel like, has been solid. Yeah. No, I'll give him that, because, like, in my opinion, he is one of the saving graces of this film. Well, I I loved him in this Mm -hmm. movie so much, too, is what made the movie. But again, I felt like they could have used him more in the beginning of showing his, his attachment. Like, the intimate conversations that they show... Like, the one with her talking about, like, killing the the birds. Yeah, like, the starlings. That. Yeah, like, I guess that's, like, kind of something. Like, you show, like, oh, he cared about her and oh, how horrible and whatever. I don't know, but I still, it just didn't really make me, I felt like she was a fucking weirdo. And I didn't really <laughs> care about her that much, you know? Well, I thought, I mean, what I thought was really funny was the, uh, the long stairs. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm just like, girl, uh, mm, This no. is starting to look like the ring now. Yes. <laughs> and her, like, eyes, they look like, I don't know. I was Soulless. Yeah. Devil eyes. Butthole eyes. <laughs> she has butthole eyes. <laughs> you stare into the abyss yeah. with a butthole. <laughs> That's why they like her. <laughs> um, the and then next- I was like, don't go tell people exactly where you fucking live. Right? <laughs> Especially some stranger that looks like her. I mean, this is why there were so many deads in the 70s and 80s. Because dumbasses are like, yeah, I live here. I live right down there. Take left. Yeah. Knock on my door. Door's always open. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> yeah, because that's when we get the next title screen where it's Children of the New Dawn. Yeah. And then I started uh, with Jeremiah was a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so fucking dramatic and like extra i thought it was so funny he was ridiculous and the horn of abraxas i loved it i was like i love a good horn blowing scene anyway well this is when i thought that i'm like okay it still goes into like the fantasy it does but i thought we were gonna have again a little more comedy because the way i'm like you can't call something the horn of abraxas (laughs) in like a horror movie and then i'm not expecting like camp you know which they are this movie is campy to an extent yeah um but not enough like i'm like either go like go even harder like Again, I would have appreciated it if it were done a little bit more like um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil or like Mm. Slither, like, you know, where it still is exciting and scary, quote unquote, and you can like have those vibes that you're going for. Um, It just felt a little more boring to me Mm. and and that build up. And then when they got to the cold, it seemed a little more comical almost, you know? Um, oh, yeah, because when she was laughing at him naked. Oh, but even before that, though, when he, like I said, he gives them the horn of Abraxas <laughs> and they go off into the woods. And then I'm like, oh, my God, it's like an ocarina or something. Or he's like, Ooh. And he plays a little thing like this. Is what I was like, oh, it's going to be kind of funny. Like, and then the guy with the window rolling up and down yeah. scene. Like, that was truly the first scene in the movie that, like, I enjoyed because it had that just stupid comedic factor to it yeah. just because i'm like you're blowing a fucking horn like and now we wait and then demon bikers show up on like but they're on four wheelers because they you have to i mean because there's no like roads in the woods out there 
Oh, I guess that's true. But I'm like, but are they bikers? Can you call them bikers? If they ride four-wheelers? I, I think they just called them like a sect or something. Oh, yeah, they're called the Black Skulls or yeah. something like that. Uh, and yeah. I loved when they was like, come riding on their black bikes. I'm like, aren't most bikes black? Bikes black? I mean, like, this default, kind of. I feel like that's the default color, especially if they're like Harleys. I know. That's why I was like, oh, Lord, more flashing colored lights. I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was cool. It reminded me of, like, I don't know, Mad Max. Oh, the biker? Of, yeah. yeah, they definitely did. Well, and that's the thing where I was like, oh, this is fun. Like... But again, they made everything so dark, and the lighting was so, so dark in certain things. Like, I wanted to see them a little more, mm. like, because it was giving me very, almost like a, an homage to, like, Hellraiser, like, yeah. the Cenobites a little bit, you know, like, each little demon biker guy, like, with their own little thing, <laughs> yeah. I oh, really, each little demon biker guy. Yeah, each little demon biker guy. <laughs> little thing. They could be so cute. Like, I... <laughs> I want to specify, I feel like I've been shitting on this out the get-go, but I did really like the concept, and like I said, I felt like if it was just a little edited down, I would have enjoyed it even more. Or like I said, or just thrown in a little more comedy to make up for all the like lulling kind of long shot scenes. Mm -hmm. I guess it's probably because they had such a low budget. But it, again, made it feel obvious. Like, oh, it's obvious you don't have much of a budget, and you're doing all these like tricks you know where i can't see the bad guys uh, i don't know i just yeah. wanted to see like full makeup or like whatever. makeup or yeah like i want to see their handiwork so they can just call them with this little flute thingy like are they just out there waiting in the woods well their um mind has been melted by lsd All so they're magic now so they're magic they're, now. they're magic demons they're magic demons like, I wanted to know more about that. that. That seemed a little more interesting than the cult guy. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion. Well, I just thought it was funny that I was like, damn, he went straight to kill out the demon bikers. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. He basically I like was the... like, I want that girl. Let's call in the demon bikers. Yeah. And No, but they... I mean, Nick Cage was like quick to kill them off first, which I was like, that's crazy. I feel like he'd take out the, like, the wussy little cult first. Well, I think that's the whole thing, though, is that the cult would just call the demon bikers. Oh, So if you just killed duh. them first. And yeah. I mean, they are the people who, like, took her. Yeah, true. So they true. still need to die as well. Um, <laughs> they need to die anyway because yeah. they're evil demon bikers. Yeah, well, and they're the muscle. He knows it was going to be yeah. easy to kill the cult people. Yeah, like true, true. yeah. And this is where it finally is starting to pick up. It took like, I think I had it. I mean, I think this took almost an hour. I think it's just like 45 minutes in or so mm-hmm. when this finally happened. When they abducted her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she wakes up to um, the older cult lady and the younger girl. Uh, slaps her in the fucking face, and then they dose her with LSD. Drop acid in her eyeball, and yeah. then sing her with a murder hornet. A murder hornet. hornet. <laughs> That's what I wrote, too. I was like, what the fuck what is the that? What the fuck is that murder hornet is this? That was a crazy scene. Like, this is where I'm like, oh, okay. But, it, like, again, it took so... It feels like it takes so long for the payoff. And then I feel like they should have rode those highs a little more. The LSD scene, I will give it to them. You're on LSD. That's how... Like, yeah, yeah I think it was well done scene. Um, yeah, and her, like, we get to the part where she's, like, yeah, just laughing in his face. <laughs> his little naked. His little naked body. <laughs> his little naked body. So this is, though, the LSD scene overall liked it, but they just stay too long. They made it too long. Like, mm. I get they're on an LSD trip, 
But he literally just does, like, stereotypical cult leader ramblings. Oh, yeah. Like, we don't yeah. gain anything from watching this. Quite frankly, it is not scary. Like, <laughs> you know, that's why I said I thought they were going to go more comedic. So, either shorten it up and you'll build that anticipation more. Things might be a little more scary. Um, but him just droning on and on. Yeah, I'd laugh in his fucking face, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so she laughs right in his naked face. And then it cuts to Nicolas Cage. They had him tied up with barbed wire, apparently. Yes, through his mouth and his neck and his arms. Which I imagine uh, that really hurts. Oh, that scene where he's like trying to get his hand out of the barbed wire. Yeah. And that scene happens after. So this is what it is. So Mandy laughs in Naked Jesus' face. (laughs) And that upsets him. So they bring Don't look at me! Don't look at me! Don't laugh at me! Like, yeah, he goes crazy. I didn't want any of his followers to look at him. Don't look at me. I'm naked now. So they take her back. Was she still alive when they burned her? Yeah. So they did burn her alive. Yeah. Okay. Um, Because just they threw her in a sack. So I didn't know. Mm. I'm like, is it her dead body or is it her alive body? Until they showed that one scene and you could, like, see her mouth, I guess. So I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, so it makes him so mad. And then he's like, oh, you you shove your love in my face. Like never once did you get that impression. No, she was minding her own business. Yeah. And then also it wasn't like, she wasn't like, oh, I love my husband. She literally was just laughing in your face because she thought it was funny that you're making her listen to a song you wrote and like you're shoving her, right. Your dick in her face. Dick in her face. And especially you dosed her on acid and a murder hornet. Yeah. Nobody knows how they're going to react to that. Exactly. It's not really a common <laughs> common drug they just find on Crystal Lake. <laughs> well, apparently there's a Mr. There's chemist a chemist that lives in the forest that makes uh, vats of acid. <laughs> it looks like it's got mercury in it. So um, this is where you do get, though, scenes again. Uh, there was like some green flashing, like when they had the dagger that they stab him with. Mm-hmm. They don't really explain the dagger. Oh, yeah. It's um, supposed to be just like, I guess, like one of their, like, because the ocarina thing, I'm going to call it the ocarina, I don't think it's the that horn of The horn of Araxis <laughs> um, also glowed green. So I'm like, is that supposed to be like things from, are they otherworldly? Like, are they actually demonic? Like, I thought when he got stabbed with it that maybe he was going to get like demon mm, powers or be I like the know. demon bikers. I didn't really... Yeah, so they go back and they stab his ass. And then they're, like, showing all the cult members. And I just noticed this one that, again, they'll have little funny scenes. I'm like, why didn't you just go harder with this stuff? It would have been so much. I would have loved this movie so much more. The teeth flicker. The teeth flicker? <laughs> yeah, he's the one cult leader. And they're, like, showing the different people when um, they're burning her body alive. And he's like, mm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, just going to town. On his own teeth. On his own teeth. And, uh, yeah, so this is, oh, this is where we're one hour in. This is where I wrote it. Officially one hour in is when the cult leaves and they Mm -hmm. burned her body. So I was like, okay, we're halfway through and Mandy has died. (laughs) Yes, expired. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that, and that's when he pulls his hands out. And then they show us, so he's, like, just basically in shock. Mm-hmm. And he goes into his house, and they have a TV playing, and they have the Cheddar Goblin commercial. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> See, that's where I'm like, if they would have just went, like, full like this the whole time, 
hundred percent on yeah. board for sure. I love the cheddar goblin. The cheddar goblin throwing up mac and cheese on them yeah. or in their bowl. <laughs> And it turns out, I oh, I forgot to write it down. Worked on some Adult Swim stuff. Uh, did that commercial. Mm. I was like, that seems like Adult Swim humor. Seems legit. <laughs> and this is when they give us, starting the cartoon, like, dream things he's having of Mandy. And then we get into the bathroom uh, drinking binge scene, which was probably the strongest scene. It was chef's yeah. kiss for me. It was very well done. <laughs> yeah, apparently... <laughs> He also had a screaming coach. Nice for uh, for this. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. I highly enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I thought he was very good in that scene. Um, again, I think Nicolas Cage is a great fucking actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really feel like you could feel his grief and everything. He portrays that across well, even though I didn't even like Mandy. Yeah, <laughs> he did obviously. I know, and then I'm like, you go. I feel for you. Yeah. Um, Mandy, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to go get his, uh, I forgot, I didn't write the name down of his crossbow. The Reaper. The Reaper. And the Beast, or no, the Beast. Or is it the Reaper? I thought it was the Reaper. It was the Reaper, and I think he calls the other thing the Beast. Oh, the The Bailiff. The Batleth. <laughs> Batleth. I was like, oh, you, you know you're going to kick some ass when there's blacksmithing involved. Exactly. He's like making his own demon <laughs> He's blade. He's his own demon blade. And it looks very cool. Weirdo like, hippie dudes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because he meets his old friend. Like, out of the blue, they don't explain this guy. Yeah. They don't explain what Nicolas Cage did exactly beforehand to where he would... Stash the Reaper. Yeah, so... Maybe he's a monster killer anyway. Maybe. I wonder if there's any kind of... Uh, like, lore to go around with this. Like, where do they get this story from? Is there more to it? The director wrote it and came up with the story and everything. Mm-hmm. So, maybe like he, he had, like... It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like this could be a really fun book. world and yeah. book or something that he could create. And I just wanted more. And, like, again, it gave me more of what I didn't want and less of what I did. Yeah. <laughs> If you would have just bloop, bloop, did a little flip, flippity floppity, flippity floppity, flippity floppity, um, God, I would be all about this movie because I really like him making a fucking demon blade. Like, yeah, exactly. Just... That's why I said I love I love blacksmithing in a movie. And so when we get to this, yeah, see, this is when I was like forty five minutes left, and he finally is like getting to. Fighting the demons. And that's actually when the main Mandy title screen appears in the film. Yeah. And uh, took us a while to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Hour 15 minutes. So the first guy demon that he kills, he's like already found him in the woods. Like, found you. Gotcha. Yeah. And he shoots him with the, the crossbow. Did he kill him? Or is that the one that comes back later that's in the house? That's the one that comes back later. Oh, okay. So it is the same. Yeah, the slime. Oh, okay. That's what I was making sure of. Because he didn't kill him. Because everything was so fucking dark. (laughs) It was hard to differentiate sometimes. Um, So, yeah, the first guy does that. But then, of course, they, like, get him again. Uh, Right, right. To where I'm like, this is when I almost was starting to get super frustrated. Because I'm like, we're like an hour and 20 minutes into it. And... 
It's still slow. He's getting caught. I want to see some fucking kick-ass action horror part right now. But then he like breaks out a vicious snowflake. A vicious snowflake, I know. I love and that. he's down there. And then I thought he threw that guy like down like a shaft. You could hear him hit though. So oh. you could tell it wasn't that deep. Okay. Because it looked like a huge pit. But then yeah. when he threw him over, it was like thunk. Oh, okay. Like you could hear it. So oh, it wasn't, okay. It wasn't that deep. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, is there just like a bunch of different like mine shafts or something like <laughs> out in this like mountain? Um, that makes sense. Cause yeah, cause I knew that one was the other guy that comes back. Yeah. It was just the slimy face. The, uh, slime. <laughs> slimy face. <laughs> so I really enjoyed the fight in that scene. And I guess they had killed that couple and that was the couple's house that yeah, they had just yeah. been. Okay. But that's why I was even more confused. I'm like, why did that couple have that weird thing down there in their basement? I'm right. <laughs> what were they doing? Yeah, that was, that well, was my concern. They got a pit in their basement. <laughs> and I was like, was it a well? And I was like, no, people don't usually have wells in their basement. Right. Um, but I loved the neck breaking scene. Yeah. And, like I love <laughs> And that's again where I'm like, oh, if they would have just done more of this sooner, like yeah. I, yeah, I. Well, then he's like, really... rip my shirt, rip my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite shirt. Um, the <laughs> neck breaking scene, and then the Scarface, like just him doing all that cocaine. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, even when I was watching, I was like, why not? Exactly. Why not? Exactly. And then just when he dipped his finger in that, and a little bit. Also, that's when I was like, why are we even trying the unknown substance? Like, how do you even know that was LSD? What if that was just, like, disgusting fucking bacteria water? Well, like, he, at that point, he didn't give a shit, you know? I he guess was, so. Like, didn't probably think he was going to survive the night anyway. Yeah, so he uh, he does that hit I would have been the same way. <laughs> Not going to survive the night? I'll take drugs. <laughs> This is all I wrote was going out with a bang. Dare. <laughs> Not even once. Uh, this is around the time when Andrew also sat down and started watching with me. And this is where he's not a huge fan of slashers, to be mm. honest. That's not his preferred um, horror genre. I love a good What's slasher. What's his preferred? He likes um, like ghost stuff a lot. Like mm. He loves Insidious and um, The Conjuring. He really likes that one a lot. Like, more like ghosts and uh, possession, I guess, kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I like gore. I like body counts. <laughs> body counts. <laughs> oh, and so this is when we get to the part. He comes to the, yeah, the chemist guy that we talked about. And then he has, like, a fucking tiger. Yeah. And, like, You're right. I shall let him go. And they're, like, telepathically speaking, I guess. Because, because of the acid. Yeah. It's strong. It's magic acid. Yeah. Well, they say, I mean, it can, like, alter your brain. They're speaking in another plane of existence. Yeah. Man. They opened up their third eye. What? And then, <laughs> so, when he talks to his friend... I love how, too, his friend kind of still, like, almost knew everything. Yeah. Like, to give a whole exposition. Because so you know that, what's going on. At that point, they knew they had told us nothing, really. Um, but I'm like, I thought they said that the chemist guy was the one who gave those bikers the LSD, and they had never been right. But, but I thought they worked for the chemist. Isn't that what he said? They were a courier. Oh, they were just a courier. They were the, the courier for whoever was... Dealing the drugs. 
Okay, but that still doesn't explain. They kept stealing it, I guess. The horn of Araxis. Oh, no. I don't know about that. <laughs> like, that was what I was waiting for, was that connection. They must have had some king. I don't know. Some kink. <laughs> some kink? Some kink, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um, They had a deal worked out with the cult, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. I said, if you blow this horn, good sirs, we'll come running on our four-wheelers. Yeah, so I... We can't be that far away because we're on four-wheelers. Yeah, so I was a little surprised when the the chemist guy, like, basically narks on the cult and was like, oh, yeah, I know where you can find them. Well, probably because he was like, well, that's fucked up. You're, y'all didn't do anything. Uh, yeah, and that's what it is because he's like, oh, they did you wrong, yeah. man. Yeah, I guess he was like, I don't give a shit about them. So, I, but I just thought he was in on it with them at first and then when they finally show him, like, I think oh, he's just working for himself. He does, yeah, yeah, because I thought he was going to be one of the cult members and I'm like, oh, he's not. He's just, the cult uses his LSD yeah, or whatever. Right. Um, but again, they, because of the way, I feel like they took way too, like, artsy long shots. Like, he was trying too much to be Kubrick than to actually have a little more explanation in the story where he could have, like, had little scenes. Like, it would have been fine and still kept with, like, his aesthetic and everything. Um, even The Shining makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, then he gets... It's cult killing time. Cult killing time. Cult killing time. And he kills the dudes. Although I do like to say because they're like, the guy's like, oh, you may not live through the night. But I mean, he kind of just shits through these people. Even the demons. He oh, yeah, kills man. Them super quick. And I, I mean, when he slices that guy's throat and all that blood. The blood, yeah. I was like, and that's when he snaps. Yeah. That's when he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a bloodlust now. Yeah. That is definitely when he snaps. And again, the like his crazy eyes. His crazy like, eyes are the rest of the I movie. Love I love it. it. It did have very, I did read as well, uh, fun fact was that um, the director's favorite Nicolas Cage movie is Vampire's Kiss. Nice. And he I had feel a lot like. Of crazy eyes. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, I feel like he really would like want a Cage to be like, give him those yeah. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Betty Davis eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he, he gets through it, and then the teeth licker is the chainsaw scene, mm-hmm. uh, fight scene, which I enjoyed that. Yeah. Really liked it. Um, and then he meets his death by... Uh, falling on a chainsaw. Without even falling, he chains him. Yeah. And then he fall and then pushes him on the chainsaw or whatever, pulls him on it. Yeah, guts him. Guts him. Um, oh my gosh. I enjoyed that one. Funny side note, um, whilst I was raking my front yard the other day... Mm-hmm. I had on a playlist that was from YouTube Music, and it was Essential Heavy Metal. Okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good to be, like, yard working. Yeah. And it was, like, pretty much all, like, 80s and 90s. Also, like, Metallica (laughs) and um, System of Down. Oh, okay, yeah. And Limp (laughs) Biscuit. And I probably haven't listened to Limp Bizkit since probably I was in high school. Oh, you haven't gone it's down that a, rabbit hole. No, I have not. I did a few years ago. And I was dying. Cracked me up. Uh, chainsaw, skin your ass raw. <laughs> and that's all I could think about when I was watching like this Like a motherfucking chainsaw. chainsaw. What? <laughs> skin your ass raw. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, and we thought this was so cool. <laughs> so he makes it to the Jesus Pyramid. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, before he encounters the final boss. Oh, before that sometime, 
when he killed one of the other dudes, he does let the other girl go. Yeah, because she was obviously had... Traumatized? What, what was that? When you're a captive and you are like brainwashed. Stockholm. Stockholm Syndrome. I think that's what she had. Yeah, but this is where, when we were watching it, and this was before they get to um, the older woman, uh, when they were, yeah, the younger girl, but I'm like, at one point, he sat her in front and made her do, like, the Russian roulette. Yeah. And was like, this is how much they love me. And I'm like, yeah, I would have killed her anyway. Because I would have been afraid she would have come back from behind. Since she loved him that much. To save the yeah. guy. Because I don't know how brainwashed she is. Sorry, you got yourself too brainwashed. Yeah. <laughs> you killed, you helped you, kill me. You were Mandy. about to kill yourself because you love him that much. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, if they killed my husband or, like, you know what I mean? Hell they yeah. all got to die. They all got to die. <laughs> like, yes, they deserved to die. And I hope they, they burn, burn in, in hell. hell. <laughs> <laughs> Always and forever. And then I like, this is now the moment where it's basically like the two final people are like, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll suck your dick if you let me live. Like, what kind of offer is that? Well, also, yeah, I'm like, um... You killed my fucking wife. You think a dick sucking is going to be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Everything's great. She's going to be like, I'm the best love there ever. I know. <laughs> I can anticipate <laughs> my love's You're like, ew. <laughs> and then he just chops her head off. Good. Like, I yeah, I know. I like loved it. Yeah, and he uh, throws her head in. <laughs> The LSD Jesus is like, like ew! <laughs> <laughs> and he like, it out. <laughs> See, again, if they would have just stuck with the, the, the funny parts like that. <laughs> um, so then it's like the final battle, which obviously isn't much of a battle. Like, the guy's just, oh, yeah, you know. Just and then he just crushes his head. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones, yeah. like mountain style. I loved it. I love a good I'm eye gouging and, like, crushing. Like, I thought that was um, really fun. Mm-hmm. That was a fun death. That was a fun. That was a fun one, guys. <laughs> that one was really fun. That was a fun death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crushes his head. And burns the place to the ground. Mm-hmm. Appropriate. Burns this mother. And this is where Andrew is like, I really don't like this movie. And it's Wicker Man all over again. No, he's <laughs> not, sir. <clears throat> it was the Nick Cage renaissance. And that's where I told, I was like, I have to write this down. And I literally wrote, Andrew says it's Wicker Man all over again. <laughs> Quote. Yeah. No, I disagree fully. Oh. I almost agree. I halfway agree. Just because I I did not enjoy the first half of this movie Mm -hmm. hardly at all. Like, I could have just watched an hour and five minutes into it forward. I would have 100% been like, this movie is great. Yeah. And didn't need as much setup as it did for sure. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like anticipating enough. And it wasn't that kind of a scary movie. Right. Like, it's a slasher film. And, you know, it should be more uh, heart racing, in my opinion, um, for that buildup, you know, when you get to that ending. And the beginning was just way too... I don't know. Like I said, I enjoyed the ending so much, especially when they're like... What he's imagining, like, her and him and, like, driving in the car. And then you just see him and... 
Yes. No, the, the final scene of it. It was like Texas, or like The Descent to me. Anything, had yeah. that vibe, which I, I loved. I love the end. Yeah. Like they said, the very last scene I thought was excellent. And, and I, the way he looks, and yeah, yeah. like... The way he carries it around, and I did, oh, I had made a note, um, it was at 1 hour 36, they do another one of those cartoon um, breaks, and it's Mandy, and her eyes turning green symbolize her redemption through her lover's revengeful acts. Well, I guess the green just means well, she revengeful would, acts? That was the part of the book that she was reading. It said that she pulled that green out of the chest and <clears throat> held it up. Oh, the part that she read out loud. That's right. So that okay. was the cartoon was, was her. Yeah. And then, well, that would make sense now, too, that I'm thinking about it. Because I said, like, the little ocarina turns green. Mm-hmm. And then the um, knife had turned green. So I guess because those Well, and Mandy even told them. Acts. She said, when they said, do you have anything to say or whatever, when they dosed her with LSD. And she said, the Reaper is coming. Oh, so that was. She's referring to her husband. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what... That okay. would make sense to me. Yes, yes, you're right. The Reaper's coming. Okay. Maybe they had a prior life, because she's like, no, I really like it here, or mm-hmm. it's peaceful, so maybe they didn't have a peaceful life before. Yeah. So again, And that's though, why she's got that scar in her face. It's so much more interesting, though, than what they've shown us. Like, that's... If I'm going to have... Uh, sometimes I like my own backstory. I know, but if I'm going to have an hour-long setup, at least give me a little Something more... besides them eating. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, because that... beautiful house. The end scene with that, and again, when I read that, and then us talking through this, I'm like, oh, okay, the green does come into play that way. Mm-hmm. It's just, that one wasn't as obvious to me as the other color combos and everything. Well, because I remember being like, ooh, what book is she reading? Is that a real book? Yeah. <laughs> you know me and my fantasy. Um, and I love how also when he drives out and they do the, the again, a double exposure kind of thing and it turns into like the planet that he's yeah. driving from. So I almost wonder, I'm like, were they aliens? Because that would be cool too. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I got. I was like, oh, maybe they were, um, or this all takes place on a different planet or it's not Earth. Yeah, know? yeah, maybe. Um, so yeah, that was, that was Mandy. Um, I know I've complained a lot about it and just the setup in the beginning. It just really made me angry because I did really enjoy the end part when, mm. when you finally got to it, the payoff, um, I did like Nicholas I guess Cage's it didn't, performance. It didn't bother and, me because I just like the aesthetic, you know, like mm-hmm. I loved her room and then yeah. drag on too long. But like I said, the ending was worth it for me. Yeah. I, I have to say I probably wouldn't watch it again or if I do, I will pick up literally in the middle middle. of it yeah well and this is only the second time i've seen this movie yeah actually i've Mm -hmm. watched it when it came out and i i really like the concept i did like the idea of the world he created Mm -hmm. and everything so um again just a little too slow next episode will be the final for nick cage appreciation and we're gonna end uh on a very classic one Mm -hmm. face off face off a lot of face touching. A lot of face touching, which uh, I will say right now, don't touch my fucking face. Mm-mm. If there's one thing you do not touch on my body, it is my face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Face Off was also one of the bigger ones during that era for Nick Cage of when he really was getting more of the action roles oh, and yeah. he was becoming he was like a, a real like mainstream yeah. kind of actor. So that'll be a fun ending to this theme. I've really enjoyed it. Um, as we mentioned in the beginning, 
Uh, send us your suggestions. Um, also, anyone, if you're not even in the Discord and you do listen, uh, like Becky, give us a suggestion too. We, we'll do four episodes. And as always, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at FilmGazers. Uh, and as we hyped up in the beginning as well, our Discord, you can find that on our Twitter, which is at FilmGazers as well. That will have the invite link for it. Uh, we already got two members, guys. Yay! Yay! I'm no longer ending it with, and nobody's in there. <laughs> <laughs> now there is. So that's a nice uh, change of pace for once. I already feel like mm, going into our second year. Killing it. <laughs> manifesting. 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 So, time to hit the dust of trail. Until next time. Later, taters.